That's for you thirsty hoes. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Juicy, and welcome back to the Juicy Show. I told y'all I was going to be back this week. Like, y'all thought I was going to miss a week. Y'all hear my, me and Dro, our voices? Shot. But guess what we hear? What up, Dro? I can't call. Glad, glad to be here with you, Juicy. If you want a sign language, it's okay. Right. I'm going to give you a notepad and a pen. You want that? No, I'm cool. <laughs> I appreciate you, I'm always be here. I'm looking out for you. Wow. What a... Guess what, y'all? I just thought about something. Um, the Juicy Show was three months old. Dang, y'all. Th the Juicy Show was three months old. We going into month four this month. I'm planning a um, five-month... Um, Mixer because I want to celebrate five months is like a, a halfway well no actually six months because it's twelve months in a year. All right, scratch that last statement. Never mind. I'll holler at y'all in next month. But yeah, I am planning a six month um well now six months mix six month mixer to celebrate my halfway mark of my podcast and my show. I'm really happy about that. Um <clears throat> for those of you asking, I don't have a voice because I just got back from Vegas. Mother's Day, fuck them kids. Like, no. <laughs> That's what I oh, thank you, Because I'm a mother. Um, before I get into my details of Vegas, shout out to my nephew, Tyrese, and his girlfriend, Samantha. They had, they was at my house with Trent and babysitting him. Not only did they babysit him, Joe, they cleaned my house. Like maintained it. That is my oldest, my older sister Tanisha's son. God rest her soul. When I say my sister raised him so well, and his girlfriend is such a sweetheart. Um, I was so happy. They cooked. They cleaned. I was like, "What y'all doing in June and July?" Because I got some trips planned. I need y'all to come back. Period. So shout out to my nephew and his girlfriend Samantha. Hey y'all. Um. So yeah, Vegas trip. We gonna get into that because I know y'all want to know. I'm I haven't had time to really like do my little my reels and my TikToks, but I'm gonna give y'all a rundown. Okay, it was um, a Mother's Day trip on top of my mother's birthday trip. So shout out to my mommy. Hey, Lily. Um, first day. Um, we left. We got there Thursday. Me and my sister Tanya. Shout out to Tanya B. We got there. Thursday night, my mom, my auntie Kiki, my cousin Shana and Portia, they got there Thursday after, early afternoon or yeah, early afternoon because my mom left at like noon. So they got there before us. Baby, I was so pissed because I'm looking at my they stories and they turn. And me and my sister like, do you see this? Do you see they partying without us? I'm like, okay, cool. It's cool. So we get there. We land, we trying to, like, we literally on a plane, take, we on a shuttle at the Detroit airport taking shots of Casamigos because when we got there, the day we left was Cinco de Mayo, keep in mind. So you, we had to turn up, so we had a little shot of Casamigos on the way to the airport, a shot of Casamigos on the shuttle from the parking lot to the terminal because we fly Delta, one fly spirits. Okay. No soul plane for us. Um, we get into the terminal. It was a long ride. And we was we I took a nap because I'm like, when I get there, I wanna shower, get dressed, and just hit the streets. So we get there and we land, we go get the car. We were driving a Nissan Armada. It was so unforeign, un-American. It was so irritating. The truck was complicated, number one. But we get there, we go to the liquor store. My sister had been there before I had Go to the liquor store, and I'm like, Juicy's here, bitches. Instantly, it's a girl. A guy had walked up to us. He was like, is one of y'all Juicy, Juicier, or whatever? And it's a girl, like, staring at me like, her. My sister was like, I'm like, I'm Juicy. She's like, oh, my God, I love you. My sister was like, oh, my God. I'm like... You male? <laughs> you why you male? So I gave her a hug. Shout out to the girl I met in the liquor store. I love you. Um, we got two bottles and went to the um went to the hotel. My sister irritated me instantly because I wanted to valet. This bitch was like, oh, we can self park. 
I had too much luggage. Then I had two extra bags because I bought water and liquor and my mama's birthday sashes and crown. So I had to carry my purse, my tote, my duffel bag, and my rollaway bag, plus two other bags. Down two ramps, through the casino, then check-in line was long as hell. But we got through that day. Got the key. I didn't know we stayed in a strat. It's like different towers. So I'm like, where are we going? We had to go back across the casino, go to the elevator. The trip, the actual like distance from the elevator to the room wasn't that much. Get there. She's like, all right, step up the bar. What you about to put on? I'm like, I'm putting on this. I'm like, get in the shower. You go first. Leave the shower on because when you get out, I'm getting back. I'm hopping right in. We called and I'm like, we in room. Da-da-da-da-da. So we shower and getting dressed. My mama come. Mama, Auntie Kiki, we taking shots. Then we got to wake. Um, we, our, my cousin Portia and Shauna, Portia was tired. So she had to take a nappy nap. Shauna, on the other hand, she like, all right, let's go. So we go to Fremont Street. Keep in mind, I've never been to Vegas. Fremont Street is literally Highland Park, West 7 and 6 Mile, Joy Road, East Warren, Woodward, in Manchester and uh, Monroe Street downtown, all in one. Combine that into a pot. That's Fremont Street. I saw so much ass and titties. I saw so many white men and and with no shirts on. Then they had people with snakes. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? My mom was like, oh look at this. I'm like, why am I? It was just too much. It was too much, and I was hungry. So. We ended up going to some place called the Hennessy Tavern or some shit like that. I didn't get no Hennessy. I don't think they had Hennessy. But we ate there. Then we went back to the room, went to sleep, because the next morning, me and my sister yo wrote ATVs. That shit was lit. We went to the Mojave Desert. And on the way, it's like a like an hour ride to, from where we, from the actual place that we meet up at to the location where the ATVs are. And I learned a lot about Vegas. Vegas is actually a poverty-ass state. Like, for a 600-square-foot house, it's like $43,000. I thought we had it bad, but now Detroit don't get no ideas, because I swear to God, if I see a 400-square-foot apartment for 10 bands, I'm going to have to cut somebody out. Um, they have water police. I would never complain about my water bill ever again. You cannot get a car. You cannot wash your car at home. You got to go to a car wash. They'll give you a ticket if they see you out there, and it starts at $1,500. Yeah, that's fucked up, because I don't even go to the car wash. I wash my shit in the backyard. Well, we are very blessed. We have the option. You can wash it at home. For real. Um, they showed us something called the um, the ring around the tub or something like that. It's basically like a level where the water is supposed to be, and where the water actually is, it shows how much the water has like went down. And um, Vegas is about to be the first state in, well, Nevada, I think, is about to be the first state in the United States to be completely solar-powered. Like, they have, like, a whole field in the desert filled with solar um, panels. So I was like, okay, that's what's up. But eh, I don't know. It was a lot. I felt like shit. At first, I was like, I'm moving down here. I ain't going. No, you're not going to tell me. I have. First of all, you got to drive through the desert to go get a car wash. Then on the way back, it's going to get back dirty. So, yeah. And they only have certain hours they can wash their cars. But anyways, back to the Mojave, the, um, the, the uh, tour. So, first thing that we did, we had to learn how to, like, weave in and out the cones. I never rode ATVs, and I lied and told them I did. But I did good. I didn't fall off at all. It was lit. The first lady, she was going a little too fast, so she went left, right, left, and when she was about to go right, she tumbled off. The second lady, she was dressed for for a Coachella picnic. She had on like a linen romper and some pumpkin seeds. Everybody else got on athletic wear, Air Maxes, you know, shit like that. She dressed for a picnic. Her and her man, they was Middle Eastern, I believe. This lady, uh, dude, ran into the dang on to a wall. Didn't know she didn't even get out the thing, it went straight yeah. boom. So I was like, She ain't going, but her husband was with her. He was like, You can stay here, I'm going. I would have said, If you don't get your little skinny ass off this ATV, I pay for this shit. But she was like, I don't drive, so I don't know what I'm doing. And I was like, Damn, culture shock. 
because I be driving. Um, we it was like we in the Mojave Desert. It was hot, but it was also like it wasn't hot. Like there was a breeze, and when we got to the halfway mark, we got off the bikes, took pictures. It was so peaceful out there. Like I didn't hear anything. I was like, I build a house right here. Trent can stay in the city. I want to stay here. Um, we saw some desert cows. Believe it or not, there are cows in the desert, and they brown. I think they might be mixed with black and white because they know black cow gonna be in the desert. They said we could have saw desert mice. My sister was scared of that. Then they said tarantulas. Y'all know I hate spiders. And then they said rattlesnakes. So I'm like, you, we're going where there are three things that could potentially scare and or kill us. So I was like, okay, okay. I mean, I'm already here to pay my money. I can't get my money back. But honestly, I would have definitely, we couldn't freestyle. I wanted to do some donuts. You know, I was trying to get some content. But no, no freestyling. I'm going to find one that let me freestyle. So that was day two. Day three. After that, we literally went home. I mean, no, went back to the hotel, showered, changed clothes. And about that time, I think we went to the mall. I forgot where we went. I want to, damn, I need to tell you to remind me. It was so much, but I know we went, that was my mom's birthday. So that night, we actually went to the Triple George Grill, and I had a black cherry lemon drop that will make you want to slap the dog shit out of your family tree. That shit was so fucking good. And then my mom and my sister, they had, listen listen to this combination, oxtail gnocchi soup. Was it soup or was it a platter? I can't remember. But it was oxtails, their, their house-made gnocchi noodles that was like this big and like a cream-based dish with some vegetables. It sounds different, but that shit was so good. Them oxtails falling off the, man. And I know everybody like, oh, I don't eat ox butt. That's you, not me. I like a good ox butt, okay? Especially if it's fall off the butt bum. I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> me, on the other hand, I had already, like, really ate a lot. And I had my mind on mussels. On, no, on oysters and lobster and just seafood. So I got a seafood tower. It had oysters. It had um uh, what's some things called? Mussels, shrimp cocktail, crab legs, and like three types of sauce. I felt so bourgeois. Like it was giving, the aesthetics of that, whole, that, of that restaurant was amazing. I highly, highly recommend. Get you a lemon drop, black cherry lemon drop in the seafood tower and that damn oxtail stuff that mixed in. Definitely got to go back. I wanted to get some to go, but then I found like you can't take it on a plane. I'm like, but they got restaurants inside. It was like it's after TSA. I'm like, all right. But anyways, in and out Burger, I'm about to get a franchise here. Y'all stay on the lookout because that shit was so fucking good. I had it three times while I was there. Fuck that. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, after that, we oh we went to Drea's for um a party with Ti. Um, I really wasn't feeling good, so I stayed for about an hour. First of all, whoever we talked to on the phone that said there was a dress code and we couldn't wear flip-flops, you a bitch-ass bitch. Because we got there, motherfuckers had on Busted Air Force Ones, flip-flops, Crocs. I'm like, why the fuck is my fat ass in these damn heels? I said, give me y'all shit. Y'all wait right here. I walked to the valet. I was like, here, here go a 50. Go get me the three flats in there and put them in there. You think that nigga ain't run? Go get him and came back? I said, that's what I'm talking about. Work hard for your money. So we get, I go back in. We chilling. We found, we had found like a free little, a little area to sit in that was free because them booths started at like $500. And um, I'm a cashy bitch, but I'm not paying $500 to sit down. Rosa Parks gave it to us for free. That's disrespectful. Um, but, uh... Yeah, I just did. I started not feeling good, and then I was like, I'm just about, I was like, okay, I'm about to go. I text my sister. She was like, How are you gonna leave? And I got, I drove. There's cabs outside of that. Like, I paid ten dollars and I got back to the hotel. 
Last night there, we went. Last day there, we went shopping. We ate, and it was pretty cool. Vegas owes me nothing but my twenty dollars that I lost in that slot machine. That's it. So, that was Vegas. That was my Mother's Day weekend. Um, came back to find out what else. Let me see. Uh, oh yeah, Mercury's in retrograde again. I don't think. It's something about it being in retrograde for um, Gemini and Taurus that makes it like distinctively like difficult for technology, uh, memory, and something else. And I was like, oh, okay, that's um, that's great. So we're all fucked. Thanks a lot, Gemini and Taurus. Bullshit and mood swings. Anyways, um, I was gonna say, um, oh yeah, uh, I did my mom's makeup recently. And um, I posted it, and everyone's like, "Why don't you do it professionally?" And I don't think you know. I went to school for to be an esthetician. I've been doing makeup, and I know how to do lashes. Um, I know how to customize, do you know, custom uh, cups, trays, all types of shit. Like I'm really, I really try to tap into a lot of different talents, just to you know, always have that hustle. There's nothing wrong with that. So I actually booked to prom. Um, uh, two prom girls to do their makeup and my mom and now my dad my bi- biological dad's like you really need to like get a suite and start doing this for real like it's it's pointless for you to have all this stuff and you're not doing anything with this talent and I'm like mm, I don't know but then I'm like you know what bitches is making bands off of this and I'm really good at it and I'm really like a soft glam type of girl I don't I'm you're never gonna leave my chair looking like you on your way to your casket I'm definitely coming soft glam, and that's my thing. I'm the I'm the soft glam queen. So Love Taps by Tiffany's is on its way. I already have the name for it. You know, Love Taps, because, you know, people say they beat their face, but I, it's a soft glam Love Tap. Y'all see what I did there? I thought that myself. I'm also trademarking it, so if you hoes try to steal it, I will sue your ass. Okay. Um, that was the sip slowly. We are going to get right into the raw juice. Well, before we get into that, did you see on Instagram about the girl that set old boy up in that um that thing with um what was it? Basically, he met her on Instagram and he allegedly. Now, here's the thing. They found his car with her body dead in the back. And I'm like she was she was um, 16. So I feel like it's a cover-up because apparently she had been missing for a minute. from And she's not even from Michigan. She's from Ohio or something like that, I think they said. Um, she was shot multiple times um, in Detroit, possibly connected. Yeah, she, it's definitely her. So they said her name was Janiah or something like that. Um, yeah, 16 year old girl was found shot to death Wednesday morning on Detroit's west side in a Malibu. I feel like it's kind of suspect. I don't think that dude ever got robbed or carjacked. Who the fuck taking the 2013 Malibu? They coming for the newer ones. And then how you meet somebody? He's 20. She's what, 16? I don't think he was carjacked. I think she been with him the whole time. And something happened and he killed her. That's my opinion. It's just, it doesn't sound right. It's too, the, it don't work that fast that you get carjacked and they find your car. And it's the, the girl that allegedly, he omitted, he admitted that he was with her and they car, they only took your car. They only took your car. It's just something not right with that. Now, I could be wrong, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, this girl is 16, he 20, something isn't adding up with this um they said um let me see let me see police said the vehicle was stolen a few days ago which is true um the body was discovered detroit police issued press release saying that they were looking for the same vehicle because it was involved in a carjacking on april 25th Berkeley police asked for the public's help in locating a girl who ran away from her aunt's house in berkeley which is her the girl, Janaya Brown, went missing about 12.30 a.m. Saturday, April 23rd. 
They told Fox Detroit that the description of the girl matched the teenager who's been missing for three weeks but would not confirm her name. At this time, Detroit police did not release the identity of the deceased. I think it's some bullshit. I don't think he ever got carjacked. It just don't. The, and nothing, nothing is wrong with this car. Nothing is wrong with the car. Nothing. There was no crimes committed in it. It's not on fire. He did something, probably somehow was able to fabricate a story, but it's just weird to me. It's something something not sitting right in my spirit. Not saying the girl might not have been on that type of time, but we also have to consider all the facts. Either way, go, it's a sad situation. There's a 16-year-old girl that's dead now, and nobody knows what happened but that man. And they definitely need to look into him because, first of all, you're 20 years old. Why are you talking? She don't, And she looks like she's 14. She looks young as hell. She don't look 20 or nothing. The girl look like a baby. So why are you picking up a 16-year-old girl, man? Like, but then again, there's some weirdos out here. I'm going to leave it at that. That was the thing that just, like, really, like, came across my screen. And I was like, everybody was like, damn, karma's a bitch. Karma worked fast? Mm, but this don't seem like this is karma. This seems like it's something else in the play and in, in going into it. Like, um... Yeah, let let's let's not automatically assume that what he say is the truth, cause niggas lie, bitches lie, but numbers don't. Anyways, um, now we're gonna get into the raw juice. Um, Kevin Samuels. Now, I have, I honestly feel like, I, and I can say this. At first, I was like, okay, he's dead. I'm not gonna speak ill of him, but I'm also not gonna say like. He was my favorite person. Everybody say, oh, he spoke some real shit. He was speaking facts. I honestly cannot 100% agree, but I can't 100% disagree either. I'm going to say what this is why I'm going to say why. Number one, the it's not sometimes it's not what you say is how you say it. A lot of women that he had on there, first of all, I'm never going on Instagram asking an unknown man why am I single? Because that motherfucker don't know you. So them hoes are stupid, number one. You open the door for him to insult you. Um, two, they're saying, you know, there was a girl. She Somebody put roots on him. Um, she killed him. Nobody, I don't think a lot of people know that Kevin Samuels was diagnosed with Hodgkin's, Hodgkin lymphoma when he was 21 in college. He'd been battling with that forever. He, he, and I feel like that he had, well, it was stage three. And they said it's a high cure rate, but my grandma had lymphoma and she passed away from it. It was some years after. It was a long time, actually. But, yeah, cancer, he was at stage three. I don't know how many stages, but I think stage three is the most, you know, highest stage. So before we go and say that this girl killed him, maybe I should do y'all homework because they're saying she they're saying that she's saying that she never slept with him, but they met that night, the night before, and she went to his house. Not saying you gotta go to a nigga house, just because you had a nigga house, that mean you fuck him. But since we grown, you wasn't going to Kevin Samuels' house to talk about the Knicks or Nets or whatever game people were playing. Um let's just you know, put that out there. Also, um, I see a lot of dudes like, oh, my God, rest in peace. He was a real nigga. He had y'all hoes. Da, 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 da. Sir, shut the fuck up forever, okay? Because granted, he built his platform on downplaying women um, and disrespecting black women. He was divorced twice, had a child. Never was was single at the time, so how is it that y'all are idolizing, taking advice from someone that has had two unsuccessful marriages, has a child, and is single? He didn't die alone, but he also didn't die with someone that loved him. Um, I think he had did an interview with um, No Jumper. And that's when he had said, you know, um, I was when people was getting ready to graduate college, I was going through treatments and all this other stuff. And it just made me realize, like, we really are on borrowed time, which we are. Everyone knows that. 
But it's like, y'all need to, don't, let's not celebrate the death, but let's also not go out our way to mourn a man that didn't know none of y'all. Because some of y'all niggas acting like this is y'all homeboy, y'all could have called him up, or that y'all got an invite to the funeral, because y'all don't. Like, let's not be fangirls. And I'm saying that for the dudes, too, because y'all look ridiculous. Number one. Number two, um, it's a sad, like I said, it's, I'm, I'm not going to speak ill of him. I didn't agree with his, you know, points of views. I didn't agree with a lot of stuff that he said. But at the same time, I don't wish dead on nobody. Except my baby daddy. It's like, no. <laughs> I quit. That wasn't nice. I don't wish death on nobody. Not even him, you know? Because, you know, anyways. Um, what else? Uh, that was weird. It's a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people saying, like I said, that um, people put roots on him and all types of. If you hate somebody that much that you don't even know, that you're willing to cast a spell on, you really need to seek help. I'm going to say that because there is nobody on this, on, you know, Beyonce's internet that I hate that much that I would go out my way to put a spell on them and and wish bad things. It's not that I don't get paid to hate. Hating is for free. And I don't want to be a hater. I thought that was just really weird that, you know, and it's it's a lot of people speculating about, like I said, the the terms of his death and who she was. They're like, oh, she was a nurse and blah, blah, blah. My whole thing is, I, I think we should 86 her out of the equation because what ha, what if she had not even been there? How would anybody know this man was dead? Was there someone that like he talked to on a regular that would actually come see him? Because he was in an apartment, in his apartment. So had she not been there, nobody would have known Kevin Samuels was dead. So maybe we should be thanking her for calling 911 because my bitch ass would have said, oh, hell, no, I'm not going to jail for this with my purse. Rest in peace, sir. God bless you. And I would have got the fuck. It's like, no, I would have called 911. Then I would have left because I'm not trying to be tied to Kevin Samuel's death. And this is exactly why, because they are dragging her, literally. And I don't even think they know the girl's name. Um, What else? What else? What else? Oh, what's crazy? All these rappers getting arrested. Gunna, Young Thug, I think it is. And now Rye Wave. He choked his ex-girlfriend while their kids were asleep. <laughs> Wait, that's not funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not funny. That's not funny. <clears throat> she says that she was asleep in her bed when he came in her bedroom and accused her of talking to other men, then choked her till she was unable to breathe. Um, That's not funny. At all. Domestic violence is not a joke. He is a big guy. I could believe it. His hands are little, though. So he would definitely need light. Okay, never mind. You say what? You got blow for your hands. He do. But um, it's a lot of rappers getting locked up, arrested, indicted, all that. Um, I just want to know, what was the reason? Then they saying that um, <laughs> they tied Young Thug to... Um, that shooting of uh, Lil Wayne's bus that him and uh, Birdman was actually like arrested for, but then they let him go. Now they saying they tying it together. They really like it. Feel like they kind of reaching, but Young Thug did not don't like Lil Wayne. Let's keep it a bean. He don't. They just not they pulling that back up. Now. They are. They're they're adding that into the indictment. I'm just gonna like we we knew Thug did that though. We knew Birdman was a part of that. Like. Birdman owe Wayne some money. He want his motherfucking moolah. Um, but, uh, oh, wait, I just heard. Okay, never mind. That was crazy. And I was like, Gunna, he don't seem like a thug to me. Then they saying Lil Baby and what is his, uh, Four Pockets Fool, his little bit, his little company, they tied into They just getting everybody. Just don't get Jay-Z or Jeezy, okay? Leave them alone. But I don't think they tied it too old for that shit. But it's a like it's Rico charges are serious. Like they can literally give you a Rico charge just for being associated. I think one this lawyer that I follow on Instagram, he was saying that they tie 
I think Thug or Gunna to it because there was a car following him that actually had did a shooting. But I'm like, I'm like, wait, so they, can I find this man page or no? Because the way he said it, I was like, eh? But if you're associated with anything that, it, like, I think Herbo had went through something like that, too. That um, some type of, like, fraud scheme, a person that was supposed to, that, that did all his bookings and booked his flights and stuff, they um, was using a fraudulent credit card, like booking jets and shit. First of all, if you have a credit card with a limit as high to rent a private jet, send me your, um, your Instagram right now. Um, but... They tried to charge him for that. He was like, I'm not in charge of that. We, got, we all got fall guys. Yeah, literally. But the thing is, like, it's so many, like, um, what's the word, avenues and hoops that they 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 had to jump through to even try to think of who did it because he, he's an artist. He's signed to a label, and it's like, oh, this person did this, so I told this person that, and after a while, I think they just let it go because I didn't hear nothing else about it. But I still was like, a jet? You... You punched a jet, my nigga? I need that. I, I need. No, I don't. No, we don't do fraud. Mm-mm. Give me that. Give me that number, Herbo. I'll pay you for it. Anyways, um, damn. But yeah, they were saying it was like, um, I want to say, was it Gunner or was it Thug? One of them had rented a car for, and it was in, it was um, seen in a shooting, but neither one of them was in the car. So that's why they tying them to it. I think it was a murder or some shit like that. But either way it goes, I looked up RICO charges, and you literally can be seen in a picture with somebody, and then they will say, yup, gang member. I'm like, I don't I don't like that because then you just associate. I mean, I know a lot of, I mean, never mind. I don't know anybody that kills or deals. I'm a law-abiding citizen. But it's just weird how the justice system is so broad for the most pettiest shit. But when it comes to these hate crimes, these police murders, these rapes, and all this, these, all this stuff that is so big, y'all just prolong and postpone and prolong and postpone. These are rappers. Not saying killing and dealing is good. Um, some people are products of the environment. Not saying it's a good thing, but shit, niggas got to get it how you live. It, I'm, I'm not condoning it, but I'm also not about to, you know, speak bad on it, because who am I to tell somebody else how to get money? We don't know what they up against. So that's my thing. But to say that Gunna is, a, is, in, is in, a, in a gang because he hung around people that are in gangs, that's like saying... I don't know, um, but yeah, they say birds of a feather flock together. You hang around a bunch, you hang around four hoes, you the fifth hoe. That's not true at all. But I don't hang around hoes. So, okay. So next topic, and this is when we gonna get serious. That's why the name of this show is called. This is serious, ladies. Roe versus Wade. They and I, whoever leaked that draft, thank you. I appreciate you so much, so so much. Um, let me let me let me get let me get my um thing. So basically, a leaked draft, um, a recently leaked draft majority opinion written by Justice Samuel Alito on behalf of five conservative Supreme Court justices would overturn the landmark Roe versus Wade decision, which has been the source of bitterly partisan national controversy. I think I said that wrong. <clears throat> so let, let me let me let me get this. Let me, the leaked document was provided by an undisclosed source within the Supreme Court and is now publicly available. It's 68 pages long, including a 31-page appendix of relevant um, historical state laws and 118 footnotes. It was labeled as a first draft of the majority opinion and includes a notation that it is it was circulated privately among the justices for review and discussion on February 10th. 
Its public disclosure was unprecedented, was an unprecedented breach of the Supreme Court's tradition of strict secrecy surrounding its eternal deliberations before the publication of its final decision. This was February 10th. We in May. So these people have been circulating this, um, um, adding amended, um, addendums, notes, 118 footnotes. So y'all been sitting on this, talking about it since February. March, April. Three months. What was it February 10th? Literally three months y'all been talking about this. I feel like this, and then it's women, the killing part is it's women in the the just in the Supreme Court that are actually trying to defend overturning Roe versus Wade. Of course they're white, but my whole thing is this. I need those women to um really sit back and think about the facts. So your girl, I went down a rabbit hole today. You feel me? I I'm like, you know what? We gonna get some facts. And we gonna, I'm gonna share them with you. Because they're, they're I don't really know, I, I don't think it's religion um, driven. I think it's more so control driven. Because there are a lot of reasons why a woman should be allowed to choose abortion over, you know, keeping her child, keeping a child. That's nobody's business. What she decides to do, it's her body. When you take away this, it's as if we don't. We, we're back in the back in the Stone Age. We don't have a choice. We don't have a voice. And for so long, for de decades, women were meant to be seen and not heard. Stay home, cook, clean, make babies. That's it. We literally fought for our rights to have decisions, and it's still to this day we still deal with this. Um, thirty-two. Let me see. Let me give you some. Let me give you some some numbers real quick. Let me give you some numbers. Thirty-two thousand pregnancies result from sexual assaults or rape every year in the U.S. Thirty-two thousand. Majority of rape-related pregnancies occur in adolescence. So not only are they violated, their innocence is taken, but they have to, you're saying now they have to be a mother and deal with that trauma and the child? 12,000. Oh, wait, no, that wasn't the one. One in every 50 pregnancies in the U.S. is an ectopic pregnancy. For those that don't know what ectopic is, that's when the, the egg starts developing in the fallopian tube. Bleeding from ectopic pregnancy causes 10% of all pregnancy-related deaths and is the leading cause for first trimester maternal death. There is a very slim chance that you can survive an ectopic pregnancy. It can rupture your, your fallopian tube. You can bleed internally, and within an hour you will be dead, and you will never know why. Because they say the the symptoms and the feeling is reminiscent to like appendicitis. Some people ignore it, take a pain pill, go to sleep, and they never wake up. So, you know how they cure those? They abort the pregnancy. Um, let me see what else. Um. Oh, yeah. So for years, we literally were what we wore, what we said, what we did, what we spent. It was under a microscope and it was dictated by men. No offense, but we the result of men running our country, we're in it, especially white men. Not saying Obama was perfect, but when that man got into office, his wife was the one who helped him through a lot, make a lot of decisions. You know why? Because she's a woman. Women do, you know, we do sometimes tend to lead with emotion, but sometimes you need an empathetic point of view because everyone thinks it's straightforward, straight and narrow, and that's not always the case. You take away a woman's right to decide to carry a child or not, you might as well take away everything. Take away our, our ability to have a job, to drive, to speak, to wear what we want, to wear our hair how we want. You might as well just put us all back in the house. 
Our only jobs were, our job descriptions and responsibilities were literally barefoot and pregnant. That was it. So it's like, in my eyes, I feel like, I don't really know. Like I said, I don't think it's, um, people say, oh, it's religion driven. And the Catholic Church does have a lot to do with the Supreme Court. I don't think you guys understand. Catholic Church is very big. Like, their reach, I must become Catholic. Because if I commit a crime, they're going to look out for you, girl. Um, no, that's not nice. But um, a lot of people feel like some people that are in the Supreme Court are of the Catholic community. I will say that. So it may be their point of view is religion-driven. It's not everybody. It's a lot of them. And I get it, you know. They don't. I'm pro-choice. I'm always, you know. I know female. I've had two abortions, and I ain't ashamed to say it. I didn't want a child. I wasn't ready. Um, also, I feel like when you, a woman has a when a woman goes through certain things, everybody don't want kids. But we also do need to be a little more responsible. But if they take away abortions, they're also taking away the Plan B pill and Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood provides a lot of free resources for people. They're literally helping women. Because there's some women in, in abusive relationships, and they don't want to have no kids by this man. And they got to—I had went on Planned Parenthood one day and did a digital visit. They actually— put on the screen they sent me a um they were asking me questions and on the screen it says if you are in danger and the person is in the room scratch the top of your head like they literally are a crisis slash um um women's health center so it's not just birth control and abortions that they help for they literally help women get out of fucked up situations i never knew that and it's like Y'all take away this, you're gonna, it's gonna be a lot of shit that's gonna be backlash. I pray that it doesn't get overturned because if it does, uh, I don't know. I'm getting my two side anyway, so I ain't tripping, but it's still like, it's a lot of people that, and abortions are, are generally expensive depending on. Um, trimester. Um, I didn't know some insurances cover portions of it, but either way it goes, the Supreme Court should not even be considering thinking about taking away a woman's right to choose. Because at the end of the day, where are y'all gonna be when that child, when that woman has that baby? They say, oh, foster care. Do you know the the likelihood of a child getting placed in a good home is slim to none? Adoption does not always happen. There's so many kids that are aged out of the system and are pushed out on the streets with no resources, no plan, no education, not to mention a lot of these foster parents' group homes are trafficking children at a very young age. Then when they get older and they age out of it and they continue this, like, oh, you're da, da, da. this is what all they know. So it's so much that goes into this, and I feel like they don't think about that. They're just like, no, no abortions, no plan B. I know somebody in the Dominican Republic that could get us some plan Bs. I'm going to have them at your shipped, and I got y'all. But, um, oh, Tesla and Amazon, they're actually, they have a fund they um Amazon has this I think yes, Amazon has it set up that they will pay travel costs and procedure costs for anybody that is in a state that bans abortions. Cause right now, Tennessee banned plan B pills. And this one girl told me she was like, she literally came to Detroit, bought a hope, went to like ten um um different like pharmacies, bought a whole bunch of them, and she's driving back. But she had to take them off the things and like put them in like her uh she drove, she didn't fly. So she's like, I have to take them back to other people. She's like, I'm giving them out and I'm also selling some. But it's like, are y'all serious? And like I said, I think I was talking about this on um, the brunch club when I was at Swank Live. Um, my little sister, I'm not going to put her business out there. I'm going to let her tell her story. But when you go through a rape kit, the first thing they do, they ask you questions. They do a swab. They check for STDs. Then they give you emergency contraceptive. Number one, 
the first what seventy two hours are are the times when you definitely have to act fast because that DNA and that you know anything else could disappear. So the fact that Tennessee took that out of the equation that means that not only if that girl is pregnant she's stuck. I don't know nobody that want that that wants to intentionally kill a child but doesn't also want the reminder of the trauma that they went through walking around. And it's not the child's fault. But at the same time, I, I, I'm 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 pro choice. I'm sorry. I, I can't I can't even like even pretend to be remotely rem- on, on the Supreme Court side. How can a bunch of old saggy wrinkly motherfuckers sit here and tell us you can't get an abortion? Your dick or your pussy don't even work. So who the fuck are you to tell us what we can and can't do? It's so many girls out here that go through trauma. And all this other stuff, because it's a bunch of weirdos. And it, like, I remember I hear stories about dudes raping kids under the age of 10. A baby. You really, why aren't we trying to castrate those motherfuckers? Why aren't we making it so they can't use the thing between their legs to harm another person? Locking them up doesn't do anything. It's a slap on the wrist to them. Because eventually they get out, and a lot of them don't register as sex offenders. I know a dude right now that's a registered sex offender, and he got two kids. I'm not going to put his business out there, but he's on there for life. And he's a black man. So it's just, it's like, we sit here and we try to punish and, and, and restrict resources for women that have been traumatized. But yeah, y'all don't punish the motherfuckers that do the, that cause the trauma? I'm confused. I need to become a lawyer or a judge today. How long does it take to become a, a, a judge? I'm about to look it up. Because if it takes less than two years, I'm going to do it. How? What do you think about that while I look this up? The Yeah, the whole overturn of Roe versus Wade. I feel like women should have their own opinion on what to do with their own body. That's what I feel that's really what it boils down to at the end of the day like it's your body wait a minute at a, at the very minimum it will take you nine years to become a judge you will have to spend at least seven years in school and work as a lawyer for at least two years before you can even begin to consider running for judge positions many judges end up spending decades working in the field before they are appointed as judge Nine years. School. No, thank you. Fast. I'd rather be a stripper. Anyways, that's really what it boils down to. It's a woman's choice. It's her body. If you guys want to start um, making, taking away women's choices, you should also take away men's choices. Because there are some men that create babies and don't do shit for them. Trent Daddy. <clears throat> um we should also punish men that, like I said, that cause the trauma, that create a child and just say, fuck it, I'm done. And also just take away their the, 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 the take away the gift between their legs. Maybe not castrate them, but there's a way to sterilize them. There's a permanent vasectomy. I read about it. That birth control don't work because all it, it just makes them more horny. Honestly, it does. I looked at the side effects. It's going to be a lot of fucking going around once that shit drop. A lot of fucking. No, no babies, but a lot of fucking. Um, take away the, the, literally take all, first of all, if y'all can find them, because like I said, a lot of child molesters and rapists, they're, they're supposed to register upon exit. Or release, I think it is, um, but they give them too much of a too much of a window to register. You should literally be before they even leave. Here, slap this, put this on your ankle. Be back here tomorrow. Oh, I ain't got to ride. All right, we'll come to you. But then again, police don't get paid a lot of money either. So they like, why the fuck would I do all this extra work for nothing? Did you know it takes longer to be a cosmetologist than it does to be a police officer? I am appalled. 
You bitches. It take longer to do to learn to be licensed to do hair. I looked it up. I could be a police officer. Y'all don't want me to be a police officer. I'm pulling up on all my exes. What the drugs that day, man? I know you got it. Matter of fact, you and your homeboys, turn around. I need to back up on the, on on a Joy Road. Yeah, I got the niggas. I'm locking niggas. I swear to God, if I become a police officer, I'm locking all you niggas up. It would be so much fun. They would hate me. I wouldn't be able to. They would try to kill me. I'll be a dirty cop, though. I'll be better than Angela. You say what? No, I ain't going to be like that. Mm -mm. I'm going to be a low-key dirty cop. I'm going to fly solo. I'm not bringing nobody with me to do my dirt. Cause you need a fall guy. No, I need a fall. I'm smart. I ain't getting caught. Period. That'd be the problem. Niggas, and then I remember <laughs> it was a police officer. <laughs> um, this had to be like two, three years ago. He had got caught up in a embezzlement. He was taking the, the evidence money. Nigga went and got hair transplant, was at Ace of Spades, buying cars, taking trips. <laughs> he was a what was this? He was one of the higher up police positions. He was a black man too. That nigga was out here living large. And he got caught with crazy dancers like, hell yeah, he was my favorite customer. He paid for this. He took me here. Da, 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 da. I was like, damn. But and you know who, who told on him? It was a white lady cop that snitched on him because he didn't want to sleep with her. Y'all got to watch these women sometimes. Women, I'm, and I'm saying this because, you know, I used to be one of them bitches back in the day. I did some crazy shit to my ex. When I found out he was fucking with somebody else, I used to get his car towed. I got his lights and gas and water cut off. I was a, I was a very, very just sick bitch. He would hit like... And then he would call me, be like, man, this shit crazy. Ever since, he was like, ever since I stopped talking to you, shit just been going crazy. Oh, boo, what's wrong? Whole time, I got my homeboy like, what you want me to do with this truck, man? I was like, just park it somewhere. But, yeah, I'm a, I'm a sick bitch. Don't, don't do me wrong, because I'm not going to bust your windows. I ain't going to slice your tires. I ain't gonna beat you up. I'ma get you, I'ma make hit you with hurt. You're gonna feel like you you going through hell. You're gonna lose your job. You're gonna lose I'ma get you evicted. Your water gonna get cut off. You ain't gonna have no holes in your house because you ain't gonna have no lights or no water. You can't fuck because you y'all gonna be dirty afterwards. You ain't gonna be able to cook. You gonna have to go to her house. But how you gonna go to her house if your car is is repo? And he didn't even have like no damn car. No, his car's paid for it. I just kept getting it towed. It was fun. But then I had to stop because I think he was getting hip because I, I think one time he was around me and something was going on with my water. And I was like, I had to call my auntie. She worked for the water company. And he was like, your auntie worked for the water company? I was like, yeah, I got pulled. And now back in my mind, I'm like, oh, shit, did I just say that in front of him? So then he just started looking at me crazy. And I was like, let me, let me, not, let me not show my hand. Put this down. But we ended up breaking up. Anyways, he wasn't shit. But it was fun. I thought of every way I could get him, get back at him. Um, what was it? Oh, yeah. Shout out to the police. I would be a dirty cop. I definitely would be. I think I would have fun, though. I would be a good dirty cop, though. And because I know all the speed traps, or I know where all, like, um... Niggas be speed and shit. I would be employee of the year. Cause I know where cause I be speeding. So I know where they be where they be running the stop signs. Where niggas be doing all the other shit. I would literally run that they would hate me. And all you hoes that be hating, I'm giving you tickets. You putting boots on your car. I, ooh, I'm putting boots on niggas' cars. <laughs> Oh, I would just ride around with my back. Wait, no, that's a different department. That's the parking municipal. My mama worked for the city. Y'all get boots on y'all car, period. I'm going to ask my mama, can she put a boot on this one nigga car? Because he be, he be downtown too much, but he drive a different car every time he go down there. You know what? Yup. Next time I think he had minis, I'm going to make a phone call because I know this one parking meter made. He cool. He real cool with me. I'm like, I need you to put a boot. On that van or that truck, whichever one you see, I'm gonna give him the plate. 
You don't fuck with the wrong one, buddy. How you gonna leave minis with that hoe if you ain't got no motherfucking car? You got all that money. Get that boot off there, bitch. Okay. That's enough. Sorry. I'm a very vindictive person. Please don't play with me. He'll have no fear like a woman scoring, but I'm not scoring. Just don't play with me. I like to watch him squirm. You know how cats play with their prey for like an hour, then they kill it? I want to play with your mind, you know, make you feel like you're losing your shit. Then, boom. What happened? He was such a nice guy. I would cry at a nigga funeral that I killed. That's sick. Let me stop. I am not like that. I am not. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Anywho, we about to, should we take, we got like, what, four minutes. All right. We're going to take some calls because, yeah, I just went down another rabbit hole. 313-266-2811. Call your, call me now. Call me now. 313-266-2811. Call me. Give me your little input on anything you I talked about tonight. And, you know, I want to hear from y'all. I haven't, if y'all got anything to ask me, if you want to book me to do something makeup or something, well, I ain't doing lashes right now because I need to get a lash bed. But once I get all the details on that, I will definitely be posting it. Everybody was like, do makeup at your house. I don't want motherfuckers knowing where I live at. Oh, excuse me. Oh, that was nasty. That's like literally I'm I'm not a regular person now that I'm realizing it and I don't want everybody all up in my shit. I work too hard. The wrong per- man, I will literally shoot you. Oh god. It's a shotgun at my door, one at the top of my stairs. I keep a handgun on by my bed and I got knives throughout the house. It will be Mortal Kombat up in that bitch. Get over here. But yeah, hit me up. Make sure y'all t- call me 313-266-2811. And yeah. You guys have call me. Last week y'all didn't call me. Y'all hold the fuck out of me. And y'all been doing that a lot lately. And y'all been tapping into my live late as hell. So Oh, I'm going to um, Philly next month for the uh, Roots uh, Festival. It's going to be a lot of podcasters there, literally. It's going to be a lot of them. Um, I think um, the girl Bridget Kelly, Mandy, um, I know Rory and Maul is going to be there. It's going to be a lot of podcasters that I want to meet and like pick their brain. So I'm definitely going. The tickets is like... Well, the VIP tickets are expensive. The regular ones is like two, three hundred dollars. Um, I was gonna see if I could have a bunch of people go with me, but I kind of want to go by myself, just so I can get the experience and enjoy it because this is something that I'm serious about. So I want to actually like get the full fledged experience. And everybody that ain't really serious about this like I am, they look at it as a hobby. This is about to be my job. So yeah. Okay, we got one minute. Y'all ain't fucking with your girl. It's cool. Don't say I didn't try to fuck with you. But, uh, oh, yeah, shout out to Privilege Detroit for my cute-ass shirt. Period. She got let me see. She got your girl together, y'all. Cute-ass shirt. And, of course, I got my Swank Posh Super Guy jeans. Look at Detroit classic. Period. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Privilege. Thank you so much, friend. I was going to wear it when I went out of town, but I was like, no, I want to save this because this is really cute. And I paired it with some crackheads, some white ones. You know, you can never go wrong with some white ones. Um, yeah, so it is time to say goodbye. I am so glad to be back on my regular schedule. Thank y'all so, so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Juicy Show. Follow me on Instagram at The Juicy Show and on all platforms, uh, Spotify, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you follow Podcastic on Facebook and at Simply Podcasted on Instagram. Podcasting on Instagram. Shout out to my nigga Miles. Shout out to my nigga Jerome. It's the Juicy Show, and we out this bitch.